0: Broadcasting live from the Maidenbauer Convention Center on the Plain of Bellevue, this is Tap Tap Concede. Hey everybody, welcome to Tap Tap Concede today. Uh, I'm James, and I'm joined by Adam. Hello. Ben. Hi. And Nelson. Hi there. And we're back in these tiny boxes, and I'll tell you about that in just a moment. But first, uh, let's thank uh, the sponsors of the shows. We've got our friends over at cardkingdom.com slash L-R-R. Uh, make sure to do the slash LRR. It applies the affiliate code. It lets them know that we sent you and that this whole business model that we have going back and forth for a decade works. Um, They're a great place to buy cards. They're a great place to buy sealed singles. Uh, They sell binders and sleeves and dice and all that jazz. Uh, So please do go check them out. If at the end of your order, you say loading, ready, run, set me button, please, you will get a little one inch button that currently reads a kingdom of cards, Uh, a fan favorite button. For sure, I, I'm pretty sure it's a reprint. I'm pretty sure the last few have been reprints. I think this is the last reprint button, and then we move on to new ones. So this has been like a modern masters of
1: it, buttons, yes, basically. Exactly, exactly. What's what's your first pick draft of them? I mean,
0: a kingdom of cards.
1: Yeah, that's your yeah. go to. I think you have
0: to you have to first pick that
1: one. I, I think, think I, I think math for blockers. Is a is like is like the Llanowar Elves of. Uh, this and i'm always okay taking a or elves that one's good too flunge
0: is also you know a classic is a lightning bolt yeah Yeah. that's true (laughs) uh but yeah thanks to card kingdom for sponsoring this show and a whole bunch of other stuff that we do so cardkingdom.com slash lrr and of course over at patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run you help us do all of this and you help us keep the lights on damn (laughs) <laughs> one day. It's going to happen one day. Although it would be awkward because I'm at home right now and that would mean I haven't paid my electrical bill, so maybe do you the best. Do you keep doing that for like Tap Tap usually? Because like, aren't you normally recording these? Like You yes. have the power
1: to instantly flip off all the lights in the I, studio.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I realize now that I could just lean behind me and hit the light switches, but <laughs> I don't want to break anything. So yeah, That's fair,
2: that's fair. Uh, like Cameron's poor sweet brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, so we're, we're back in these boxes um, because the four of us went down to Bellevue this weekend or this past weekend, Bellevue being in the Seattle area, uh, to attend our first event or magic event uh, in a very long time. I think as, as a group of loading ready run, um, we haven't done a, uh, a travel convention thing since PAX East of 2020. So all the way back uh, just early March of 2020. Um, and we have a very simple rule at the office, which is uh, if we travel internationally, especially to a convention like we have with Bellevue, uh, steer clear of the office for a week. It's just that simple. Um, so we're recording this on Thursday morning. So we've been back for four days now, um, and we wanted to get a uh, an episode of Tap Tap in the to talk about our experience going to our first event in like two and a half years, talk about just playing commander and and drafting and all that jazz. Um, And the only way that we could do it for this Monday's episode was to record back in the boxes. So we're back in the boxes. Uh, Wait no, not- that's a different show. That's you're right. <laughs> oh, that's no. the show we have now. <laughs> step
1: off my step off my brand. Crap.
0: <laughs> At some point, we'll have too many shows that I can't say anything without naming one yeah, of our shows. Yeah, yeah I am. Concerned. This is
2: actually going to be a, an NC17 stream where we all remove all of our clothing and then see if we can put it all back on. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, so Remember we- to subscribe to James and I's Caillou podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's coming. <laughs> We'll talk after. <laughs> yes, we'll talk after. From um, Rewatch
0: with Hate. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we went down to Bellevue. It was Command Fest. It was put on by the folks at uh, Pastime. Um. They were phenomenal right off the bat. Uh. Big shout out to everybody at Pastimes, especially Candice, who kind of helped bring us all down and was super kind with her time and and energy with us throughout the whole mm. weekend and made sure that we were taken care of and we had you know, places to hang out and we had our panel and we had a bunch of stuff. And we'll talk about all that. Um, but I guess right off the bat, just I don't know. How is everybody feeling about going to a, 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 an event again? It was sick. It was so good. I was
1: so happy. I, I kept my my reoccurring phrase I said over the course of the weekend was uh, I'm so pumped to be out of Canada for a little bit. Like not that I have anything against Canada. I just wanted I, I like traveling a lot. So getting the opportunity to sort of slowly dip our toes in without, you know, going for like a week or something like a PAX would be. Because like we went down on the Friday uh, morning uh, and then came back on Sunday uh, night. Yeah. So it was like a really weird, uh, like quick trip, except for Adam, who you took the Clipper. So you came down like the Thursday night and mm-hmm. came back on the, the Monday morning. Um, and it was such like a quick little beep boop, like in and out. Uh, that it, it was it was a nice way to sort of reacclimatize uh to the event uh and it was sick it was it was a good way to do it and you know coming back completely uh covid free after taking a bunch of tests and stuff uh i am more inclined now to do it especially if they do like the the max the mast and the uh, vax requirements that they do yeah I,
0: I will say that um command fest bellevue past time has a mass mandate inside the convention center at all times um and you have to show proof of vaccination upon entry and it gets you a little wristband so you have your badge and you have your wristband and um that's the only way that you're allowed to <laughs> that's the only way that you're allowed to uh get in the building which definitely made it feel uh as safe as it possibly can be at this point in time it's also it like it was not like i don't think i would be super down actually i know i wouldn't be super down going to something like pax right now. Because you're talking about tens of thousands of people packed downtown, restaurants are packed, everything is just busy. Um, This felt really nice. Um, There was, you know, it was a convention center with like hundreds of people, not tens of thousands of people. And it was Bellevue, so it's not like the downtown Bellevue core was packed with tens of thousands of Magic players. Most, I would say the majority of people who were actually even at the event were from the area like i i doubt that a lot of people traveled for the event um so all of those factors played into at least my decision and i assume the three of yours decisions to say you know what i like i want to try to do this i want to make it happen and i'm glad i did cuz like ben i had such a fun time it was phenomenal to finally get to meet a bunch of people that you know i've only watching on the internet, like a lot of people for the last couple of years. And yeah, it was just a great time. Nelson?
2: I want to say too, like, I appreciate that the mass mandate was put in place by Pastime's Game, Pastime Game, sorry, or pastime, Pastime's Events. Anyways, um, they did a good job of saying the rules down, but I really think that the uh, participants, like everyone who showed up, everyone who came and played uh, or hung out over the weekend, um, you know, pat yourself on the back because... It, it requires both sides, you know, like if if there's an overall feeling of like the rules are stupid and, you know, um, I don't want to put my pants on and go to school, dad, like I'm not going to do it. And, and we've probably all of us have been in rooms like that, even with other grown adults, where it's like the masking is like people aren't trying very hard. But, you know, everyone had their mask on the whole time. Except to like take sips of their drink, which honestly, I didn't do enough. I didn't drink enough water, partly because I was just like, this is sort of annoying. So I'll just try to remember to like slam a bottle like when I leave. Um, or like one morning I brought a coffee and it was just like, and I saw other people doing it where it was just like a little like, tiny mask down in the sip. There wasn't, I didn't see anyone with like their mask off and they're holding a coffee and like pretending to have a conversation or play commander. And like if anyone gives them, Guff about it. They're just like, oh, I'm having my coffee. Like, I didn't see any of that. I didn't see people half with their masks on. So, yeah, there was not like a lot of like the participants, like
1: nose poking out Mm -hmm. from the masks at all, which
2: I see all the
1: time at stuff like this. It was, yeah, it was great.
2: Yeah. And like, maybe that's the case i doubt it though in washington state generally so i you know we we came back and like i've had to go buy groceries since i've been here and it's like yeah barely anyone in the victoria grocery stores i go to are wearing masks anymore there's a bunch of places here where masks are optional and like i'm still usually always wearing my mask when i go into a building whether i've just traveled or not but um just to see everyone complying and doing a really good job of it on the weekend i really appreciate that uh yeah i also I had a lot of fun playing Commander. Um, people, you know, Ben Ben and I kind of were, um, we were close, the, the we were doing the same things Friday morning when we first got there. James had to go buy some cards. And it was like, you get in, there's a bunch of different options. There's like, you know, registration tables or whatever. You can ask for help. You can sign up for different on-demand events. But we kind of just wanted to go sit in the free play area and play Commander and like, that was enough. Like there was just some good times getting to play with people, like you said, that you've only seen uh or watched on the internet and getting to meet them was great.
1: Yeah, it fills your day, honestly. Especially like since like a single game of Commander can take like, you know, typically longer than like an hour. Uh and uh yeah, you it, it was a really good way, I think, of just like meeting people, like sitting down kinda like in a duo, uh and and uh jamming against uh, random folks because it was it was really cool uh to get that feeling again of being able to see people that enjoy our, our shit <laughs> or our stuff. Um I forgot. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but uh yeah, and, and being able to kind of like give back a little bit. Like there was somebody who I ran into at the Starbucks that was attached to the hotel we were staying, and they were behind me and they were like, Hey, uh Ben, can I can I buy you breakfast for you? And I was like I turned around and I was like, no that's okay but i'm gonna buy your breakfast because you've given us more than enough money over the the years and like i bought them a coffee and stuff like that they're like all flabbergasted and stuff and it was just like it was just good to to be around like people again it it was a really nice feeling in that regard
0: mr Savadan.
3: uh yeah i'm not the biggest commander player but, uh, you are in this room. Yeah. You're so big. <laughs> yeah. Shut you play up, Commander Nelson. and you're the You're very large. <laughs> Dummy. <Don't be afraid. laughs> uh, I am not the most enthusiastic commander player in this room. Uh it's not my format of choice, but it was fun. I uh, everyone was super nice. Uh, like almost all of our like I don't think I had a I don't think I I didn't have a single like weird or Bad experience with anybody. People were super chill the entire weekend. There's some very people playing very goofy decks. Like, I don't know, from all the discourse I hear from, I mean, the only discourse I hear about Commander is from Twitter. So maybe that's just not where I need to see my Commander discourse. But everyone seemed pretty happy, right? Like with everything that was going on. The only time I I saw somebody even get unreasonable was uh, I was doing the Mystery Booster Sealed. And uh, I was like in between matches and I was walking through the tables, and this guy, <laughs> so this person was like, Man, first strike is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only time I heard anybody get upset or anything. And I was like, Preach it, you know? First strike is yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First strike sucks. Yeah. So I don't know. Overall, it was a good weekend. I drafted a bunch of. Commander Legends uh, Battle for Mulder's Gate.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's... I I'm
3: curious about... Because
0: um, I definitely felt... And I'll talk about some Commander in a minute, but I felt like you definitely... I mean, how many of those drafts did you do? Like, like I feel like you did, like, half a dozen Commander five Legends. Five or six, I think yeah. it was. I think
3: it was, like, six total.
0: So, like, you like the format, I, I feel?
3: Yes. I think that format is actually excellent. It might be... It's my favorite since Battle Bond. Um yeah, I don't know what it is about these like non these like formats that we can't draft online, right? Like, like the non heads really, up, kind yeah, of non competitive ones. Yeah, I don't know. They've just really they've really hit something with this format, especially. Like I did six drafts and none not a single one was the same. Like I didn't really end up in the same kind of like deck over and over again and i don't know the format feels very balanced it's very fun like every time i played everybody was doing something at all times like the cards are like there's nothing like and since it's like a four-player game like cards don't tend to take over you know because every
2: turn there's tends to be a new evaluation of who's in charge right yeah and yep. I think it's just, like, it's so much different from, like, a normal
3: experience where, like, you could run into this in Battle Bond, too, like, where cards just take the game over and you can't do anything about it, really. Um, but for this commander, it's, like, there's three other decks kind of working at the same time. And it's, like, if they they could possibly have an answer for anything that was going on, like, there was no, there was no moment where, uh, or no game that I played this weekend where I felt like... Uh, one player just kind of just did their thing and nobody else got to have any fun, you know? And, like, all the commanders were super cool. And I don't know. It was just... There were some very goofy cards in there that I enjoy. And I think that it's just a very fun limited format, which is a shame because, like, apparently nobody's playing it, right? But I think that's just an extension of COVID and everything else, right? And the fact that it's not available online, right? So...
2: I had a chat with Gavin um, Sunday afternoon, and I don't know if it's entirely COVID. I think partly it's like a, an ambitious set that's trying to still be a draft format that appeals to commander players. So that's mm-hmm. like that's new territory, right? Like a lot of commander-focused players, like if commander is your main format, probably draft is your very last format well, in the line, right?
0: Y- yeah, it's it's interesting because it's just like it's trying to appeal to commander <clears throat> players and it's trying to appeal to drafters. Drafters don't really like commander, and commander players don't really like draft. Yeah, um, right. And it's and I sh- that's a very broad general generalization. Obviously, um, there's plenty of drafters and plenty of commander players that love both. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely feels like, um, especially I think the commander players um, going over to the draft side of things is a hard sell. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. And we've been screaming. I mean. Certainly at this point, I'm guessing that you've heard us sort of shout from the rooftops about how much we all really like this format for weeks now, since it came out months at this point. So I I don't know how much more we can do at this point to tell our audience to go and play it. But I mean, if you're still sitting on the fence about this one, like, just go get it. You probably can't find a cheaper box of Magic cards to buy right now. Um. Literally, they were giving them away for free at the party. Like, it's like, um, you just go out and grab a box and and find some friends and and make it happen. I mean, it's... we even like we did it a few weeks ago where we did a four player draft. Right. Like, it wasn't perfect. It's not how it was designed to work,
2: but that's how they were running them at the event, though. Mm-hmm. They were just firing groups of four. Oh, yeah. were they? Yeah. yeah, and I actually you, think it works if... fine. Like when we did it, it worked out
1: great, (laughs) like at the office. Honestly, like we each got like you don't you obviously like when we do our six people drafts, you don't see as much of a variety. Uh, Yeah, but everybody still got a commander and we still had a great game. Like that was the the, that was the awakening of Adam to the mirror uh, and uh, and
3: realizing the god tier. One of my pods, they passed me the mirror. And, just nice. snap it and off. I snapped it off and then there was like, I was playing with uh, Melissa de Tora actually. Oh yeah. It was, uh, and, What's the uh mirror called again? the mirror of life trapping and, <laughs> uh, man, that card every time I play, actually, well, I've only played it once this weekend, but that card is so polarizing. Like either you hate it or you love it. And it's like, there's no in between. Nobody's like, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's, <laughs> I just like, man. And then, and. The last draft I did of the weekend, we were drafting, and I think it was Foxy. It was like, looked at, because sh- she was drafting next to Daniel Holt, and Daniel Holt was across the table from me, and she passes him a pack, and she's like, don't let him get this pack <laughs> 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 to me, and I'm like, why? And then he like looks, he's like, oh, and he takes it. I guess he took the mirror. And like, yeah. put it. So, so the- my
1: my only beef with this card is i i do think that it should say if you cast it from your hand
2: so um, let's, we should read it real quick for people yeah, just listening. Yeah, so yeah.
1: the mirror life trapping is whenever a creature enters the battlefield if it was cast exile it then return all other permanent cards exile with the mirror of life trapping to the battlefield under their owner's control so basically it's like it's like the pseudo limbo <laughs> it's creature a four, goes four in. generic to cast It's a
2: revolving
3: yes. door yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like you cast your thing it goes into like... the mirror if something was in the mirror previously it comes out and then the next time Cat, <laughs> it's like yeah like this weird limbo thing um but what i don't love about it is uh that it does it does like affect the command zone and maybe that was like intentional kind of a thing mm-hmm. um but it's it's literally my only beef with it is that like you can try to cast like i think in the game that we played i spent seven mana to cast my seven
3: mana commander. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's a seven mana. You not oh, Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. So you're well, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. The game so, I one of the games I played though, I was like, "Hey, if your commander gets under here and it gets destroyed, you just get your commander back because there is like you could lose it
2: forever, right?" Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, no, "No, no, no. I don't play I don't play that way." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. If you're curious the way this the rule would actually work here is like when you cast your commander if the mirror of life trapping is out you have to choose whether you want to just put your commander back in the command zone then or not you don't know what and out- so if you you've got exiled then then it's like if someone destroys it in a you know cdh game it's like your commander's just gone
3: yeah you know what else mirror shuts down completely mm. myriad oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice three four flyer. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's it's fine because it says if it was cast, it only it only exiles things that were cast, right? Oh okay. no,
3: oh if it was cast, yeah, never yeah. mind. Yeah, no, you're right. of
2: Elf. Yeah. you're okay. Yeah.
3: Oh wow, even Melissa. There you go. You were going to lose
2: that game. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I love it. I just uh, I can see I can see why it's polarizing, but I'm also the person that's like I played against oh. two people this weekend who on curve slam down possibility storm hell yeah uh, and i just pop off i'm so excited in the second time i played it i was playing a burn deck so it was awful uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for me to to be for me to be playing into because i'd be like all right i'm going to you know uh cast this like five mana like burn or like wheel or something like that and it turned into like a lightning bolt (laughs) yeah it's like damn it (laughs) but for the most part like i love playing against
0: like chaos decks uh, so I guess that was Commander Legends, which a bunch of us... Actually, I don't think I actually drafted it once, which I was kind of sad about. But I got a box, so we'll do it at some point.
2: I'll um, draft with you, James. Hooray! I mean... I like that set. Yeah, I have a box, too. I'm bur- it's burning a hole in burning my pocket. Burning a hole, yeah. yeah. If, if you don't have a box, sorry, before we finish, I just wanted to say, it only costs 12 packs to draft with you and your three friends. So it's like... You know, if just your pod has never drafted, this is like a great way to start. Yeah. Uh,
3: you know how I said actually now that we're still on the topic, you know how I said there's a card there was no cards that really took the game over? I'm gonna lie. There is mm. one card that I thought was ridiculous. And if you draft this set, I think you should take it very highly. There is a background called Street Urchin. Oh mm.
2: yeah.
3: And I drafted it in two different decks and both games, it was absurd. It was just You like, get
2: treasures in this format a fair bit.
3: Yes. You get treasure. you get a lot of treasures, and even if you're just sacking creatures like There's a bunch of token generators and stuff like that, but Street Urchin was absurd. So Street
0: Urchin, one in a red for a legendary enchantment background. Commander creatures you own have one. Sacrifice another creature or an artifact. This creature deals one damage to any target.
3: Something I don't think about too, or that I kind of light bulb moment for me was like, oh, it makes everyone's combat step miserable because they try to do attacks and they try to, like, cheeky, block a, I block your 3-3 three, three with my 1-4. And I'm like, I shoot it. And yeah. they're like, oh. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's <laughs> like, I get to do things on everybody's turn. I'm just like, yeah. I was a menace with that card. It was awesome.
2: Yeah, nice. My last game of the weekend, um, playing against a fan, AJ, and they could have killed me with their street urchin, but then they would have been tapped out uh, to Angel's swing. So it was like, it's a very precarious thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a ton of life game in this format, so you will see street urchin threatening lethal. Yeah, But then sometimes there's an interesting politics thing, so mm-hmm. I got into that position. The other it's thing I want to mention... Like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and those, those positions can be fun when yeah. everyone has the ability to take everyone else out or whatever, one person out. It's like, it's not exactly Kingmaker if like... It, it, it's more like, um, you know, superpowers or whatever, how they imagined things were going to work before World War One, <laughs> Like the the idea that everything topples or whatever yeah. if someone makes the wrong move. Um, the backgrounds in general, um, if you, you've read up in the format at all, you know that uh, there's a bunch of legendary creatures that say choose a background. And that means you can have one of these enchantments like Street Urchin as your commander. But these can also just go in your deck and they're all pretty good. Like, you might not draft a, a deck that's synergistic with everyone you see, but in general, if you've kind of figured out your commander by like the beginning of pack two and then you just see on color backgrounds, it's probably worth taking them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I thought my draft was tremendously. We did a VIP uh, party draft, uh, and I thought it was mine was like tremendously medium because I ended up with uh, Rilsa Rail. Uh, Kingpin as my commander which is one of the uncommon ones that cares about uh, initiative and stuff and it's a, it's honestly a solid card uh and I ended up uh throwing in the Dungeon Delver background just in the the 59 I guess it is in this limited format which is just <laughs> or a, 58 yeah yeah 58 which is uh that your uh room abilities trigger twice uh okay. and multiple times in that game I double uh f- I finished the the dungeon and got to double do like the grab 10 and put a card in uh that's you got to, i got to do it twice a number of throne <laughs> of the dead
2: six yeah yeah, uh, <laughs> dude. It's yeah sick. so
1: sick. dude it's so good uh, it wasn't like but it's that. like i didn't have any like bomb cards like i think the first one was like um just that that common beholder dude that like comes in and you can shoot an enchantment and lose like life equal to the 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 power or whatever, or the, the CMC of the enchantment. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that just turns into like a 9-8 <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> with text group until your next turn, which is just like fine, right? <laughs> like So uh, yeah, it was sweet. My, the, I guess before we move on to, to like outside of it, my only kind of tough uh, pinching point was I would have loved to play a lot more limited, but the way to sign up for them was a little bit difficult, I would say, at the event. Um, Mainly because it was um, you had to do it all online through their uh, their website, uh, which is like a totally fine way of doing it. Except I had like zero service <laughs> in the uh, in the convention center. Um, so if for people that are like me that have pretty janky phones, um, having the only way to really sign up for events and stuff like that be going onto the website, paying through there, and, and doing all that. Um, was difficult I wish they would have had a uh, just a place where you could walk up and sign up for things um
3: that would have been I think pretty beneficial but I don't know yeah I mean going I gonna say one more thing like that VIP party I drafted John arenicus and that is this like this most particular brand of goofy that I will never forget like that card, I don't know, so weird. (laughs) It's just like, it's like a blue-black rare commander. There he is, yeah. And like, you give away your creatures to your opponents and then they get bigger and then they're goaded, which means they can't attack you, but they have to attack every turn. And every time a goaded creature attacks, you draw a card. So like, I was playing with Nelson and Joey from EDH rec and Daniel Daniel Holt again. Yeah, and they just like they were just all killing each other and I was sitting there with like one commander on the board just drawing cards and I'm just like whee <laughs> it was, it was like, you can at every turn i played a creature and then i immediately gave it away i was just like and since i guess because it looks like i only had one creature on the board everyone just left me alone <laughs> they're just like yeah i, I feel know. like
0: that was a common theme throughout the weekend when you would come back and we would talk after a game which was yeah. everybody left me alone and i won
3: yeah. i feel like that conversation <laughs>
0: happened at least three or four times <laughs> yeah
3: it just did the commander thing where you're like oh no and then all of a sudden i'm like crater hook behemoth myth and then (laughs) everyone's like oh i'm dead yeah like yep unlucky i
1: mean when Uh, you when you rapid fire commander games you you i started to notice like a little bit of a pattern because it was like one person does something super powerful. So another person rises up to the challenge and fights them. You have a third person that's kind of like mitigating the battle between the two. And then you have one person who's doing nothing <laughs> yeah. because they like mana screwed or they don't have as powerful as plays. And then when the all the other three are like tired from fighting so much, the fourth person comes in and like kicks the crap out of them. With or you just have thing. a
3: fourth player who keeps tutoring for Avenger of
2: Zendikar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When who they could be, tutor for Craterhoof, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah uh that style of four player game back in yj when the first conspiracy set uh was popular and drafted all summer we figured out that if anyone misses a land drop in the first first four turns you have to kill them immediately (laughs) and that was that was the vibe it's like if you stumble everyone needs to kill you because otherwise what we just described happens yeah
3: they just like left alone and then yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah, but that was that was the, the vibe in a lot of games i was in this weekend too so this
1: is the lure public service announcement Uh, if you're playing commander and something like that happens no mercy don't roll the dice to see who you attack first own your attack kill the weakling and then continue on with the powerful (laughs) place yeah love it uh all
3: right well i mean like with situations like that my only (laughs) i think it's because like the baldur's gate draft it's like they paid money to be in it so i really tried to spread out I made more of a point of like spreading out damage and making sure everyone got to play as long as possible. Like a Mm. normal commander game where like there's no entry fee, yeah, just murder them. I don't, I don't really care. But I think that with draft, I'm just like more aware that I'm like, well, they paid 20 bucks, right? And I don't want to just like, Someone stumbles oh. and we're just like, let's get them. They, they shouldn't have stumbled. Yeah. <laughs> no mercy. Yeah.
1: Man, if you paid money to be here and you came in and stumbled, it's yeah. a bummer. That's, yeah. on,
3: that's on you and
2: God. Yeah. Free mulligans. <laughs> You get a free <laughs> mulligan that's mulligan. yeah
1: exactly and no and other you draw a card format. even if you're going first yeah, yeah yeah you always get to draw a card and and you get a free mulligan if you're still stumbling after that i don't know what to tell you
2: and yeah. a lot of Boulder Skate uh draft decks like they mulligan kind of well like there's a bunch of fixing and yeah. stuff and cantrips yeah uh
0: all right before we uh chat about commander proper Mm-hmm. Um, I figured we'd talk about a little bit more of the stuff that we did outside of playing games at the, uh, at the event. So on Friday night, uh, the, the first thing that we were kind of, kind of involved in, uh, although I wasn't, but these three were, was a game show. Um, so just to give you kind of an idea of what you can expect at events like this, um, we played uh, basically Family Feud um, and y'all won. You did yeah, it. We did. You
2: didn't did. embarrass me. We kept our jobs. For yeah, the first beat.
0: for the first four rounds it was close, but Oh yeah, it
1: was <laughs> no. looking. Well, it was like it a was... blowout at, at the start because yeah. it was yeah. like we were up against uh Cedric, Voxy and Power Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think we did we win the first round and
0: then we were feeling or no. No.
2: I, We lost the first two. Yeah,
0: you lost the. I thought you lost. Did you lose the first two and then one third, lost fourth, one fifth? I think. Yeah, we only only won
3: won two of the boards. But you won the fifth one, which was triple (laughs) points. That's the only one that matters, really. I think you really only need to win the last one, right? Unless you get swept.
1: It felt like justice to me (laughs) because whenever, whenever the other team would get the 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 higher answer on like the the first initial
2: buzzin, they passed Mm -hmm. it. Every time. Yeah. (laughs) You
3: know what's my favorite state of mind?
2: Self righteousness. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Those first two games, or those first two rounds, too, we spent a bunch of time, like, with the, as the active player, I guess. Mm -hmm. And we, we, like, you know, hemmed and hawed and, and had, like, a little, you know, huddle and tried to determine what all the, you know, best, answers were and we went through our three strikes and got a few of the hits so it's like we did a bunch of the hard work for the other team and then like the other team the first two rounds got kind of pick it up yeah Yeah. so like well that's why fundamentally
1: from a metagaming standpoint a lot of the time it is better to pass in in family feud which which i believe is probably why they kept doing it because you if you play you need to get every single one if you if they if if you pass and they mess up you just need to get one And you get all the points right
2: (laughs) especially
0: uh, especially with these kind of questions because they were very goofy questions you know like what plane would you want to vacation to i what (laughs) (laughs) that one pissed me
1: off so the number one answer that people said as a vacation spot was ixalan yeah (laughs) of all the planes ixalan was people's like go-to you know jurassic park
3: yeah (laughs) You know, the Black Parade. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh. Everybody wants to be a pirate vampire. Nobody I said guess. Theros.
3: That was not, a, not
2: a damn person said Theros. I was so sure that Theros would be in the top four. I uh, thought
0: I was down in the audience and I was thinking somebody would have, we, we would have seen the goat plane from plane chase, but I couldn't remember what it was called. So I'm like, <laughs> it was Lorwyn. Nobody else probably does either.
2: Yeah. Isn't, isn't Lorwyn the goat plane? I, thought, I don't know.
0: I thought there was a a weird goat plane from the plane chase one. thing that's different.
3: Also, some I yeah, know. some of those answers, like, who were they at? Which hundred people were they asking? Because one of them was, like, <laughs> lightning blank. What's yes. the first card yeah, that yeah, comes here? Yeah. Right? Lightning strike wasn't even on the list. Wasn't
2: yeah. <laughs> even on the list! <laughs> yeah. And but, then I got, I, I got like, chided for wanting to say ball lightning, but yeah. lightning yeah. skeletal was on the list. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, ball lightning doesn't work
2: because it's not blank. I get it. Lightning. I get it. It's just people have heard of ball lightning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we. I, that being said, we we goofed it hard when we're we're like we're like oh we can't think of literally any other lightning one and lightning, no, lightning helix, helix was yeah, all, yeah. we all blanked
2: on lightning so helix embarrassed yeah. Day, yeah. so embarrassed yeah I was like yeah,
3: yeah uh, I didn't even think about it yet, so. yeah so. That,
0: that was rough that was rough it was the sorry first lightning one. helix we let you down yeah
1: but uh, I mean what I did like was the grand finale of it. Was like creatures that start with S that are spooky,
0: yeah, scary uh, creatures. And, and S, we yeah. said
1: snakes, which was like the second or second. third. It was second, the second. It was second, yeah. And they
3: said skeletons. skeletons. The world, the biggest throw I've ever yeah. seen <laughs> yeah. in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. I don't know what was going on on that side of the table, but I'm like,
1: it was on skeletons? it. Skeletons, yeah.
3: It was the it last was like one on the board. Th- yeah. There's four. There was only four, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so we got we guess spiders, yeah. which was third. And then we guessed uh, we guess Spirits, and not we? Spirits, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was not on there. And the number one answer was Slivers with 50 yeah. <laughs> yeah. of the, 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 the survey votes or whatever. Which, I mean, us being at a Commander show, uh, it made sense, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but uh, I, I probably would have said, like, Scarecrows if they asked me. Scarecrow is, like, one of the ones that I was like, that's got to be on there, right? But... <laughs>
2: You want to go to that answer because it's got Scare in the name. They just ask you what are scary creatures, right? So the <laughs> word Scare is already crow. there. You're like, Scarecrow, that's a type. That's a creature type.
3: I felt yeah. like uh, like Kraven the Hunter from Spider-Man. I was trying to think like our prey. <laughs> <You know>, I'm <like, laughs> trying to think like Commander players. Like, if I was a Commander, if I only play Commander, how would I answer this question? Yeah. Right?
0: Uh, so yeah, so we did family feud. That was a lot of fun. And then on, uh, both Saturday and Sunday, they kind of set aside, um, a little sort of creator area where you could sign up and hang out for a few hours. Um, and, and we did that both mornings and that was great. It's sort of just a, you know, exactly where to find us. You can come by and say hi and, and, you know, get your play mat signed or whatever. So that was chill. Really enjoyed that aspect. And then we did a panel on Saturday evening, I think. Or afternoon or morning saturday, no it May was Day. morning saturday it was, it was saturday midday it was yeah. it was in the morning it was like it 11. Was in the morning. yeah um and that was i mean that was fun that was the first time again like going back to the fact that i i personally haven't done an event since um pax unplugged in december of 2019 i don't think i've been on stage for almost three years um i was genuinely excited to get back on stage and do A Q&A with with friends it was legit really fun um not something that i was expecting not something that 10 you know to tell 10 years ago james that you would be excited to go on stage i would have been like nah you're that's nah but yeah it was it was just a ton of fun to get back up and you know shoot the shit for an hour and Riff on people's questions. Questions were
3: weird too. People were
0: asking some real o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We got a lot of really good are, questions.
2: Are the four of you really friends? Yeah. And how do you make it work? I'm like, oh, okay. There we go. All right, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Brothers. Somebody yeah. asked who
1: we thought tight, the best or worst writers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. yep. The team yeah. Ever. I was like, I don't, I don't, know. Like, I don't uh. yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Let me just get my scalpel out here. Yeah.
3: Don't worry, <laughs> Paul. We shipped you right up that river. We were really. yeah. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have social media, so he'll never see any yeah, of this. That's yeah. true. Yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> Paul can be the scapegoat because he'll never yeah. find out.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, what else? I, I, I think that was sort of it for sort of extracurricular activities for us. Um, they had panels going all weekend. Um, like every other, uh, Magic Fest in the last, I think, like, you know, obviously not the last two years, but the last, you know, two years prior to the pandemic, um, they were definitely trying to make a go at, at Magic Fest being more of a, um, convention, a magic convention with panels and and VIP areas and, you know, it's not just come in here and play in the Grand Prix kind of thing. And mm-hmm. um, I get why they do it, but I would, I would encourage any event organizer out there, whether you're Pastime Games or uh, SCG, CFB, I don't care who you are. Um, and I get that it costs money, but like, please get a panel room. Um, yeah, it's, that's, yeah, that's that's all I, like it's the one thing that I would love. It doesn't need to be big, you know, panels are not the reason why a lot of people go to to these events. But, you know, people do enjoy them. It's a nice way to kind of get out of the main hall for an hour and just kind of chill out and, you know, watching people do their thing. Um, but yeah, if you could get like a small room close by, God, that would be nice because it's just, you know, it the acoustics are not great. Mm -mm. um it's kind of hard to hear um Mm -hmm. i will say that the nice thing the one thing i loved about this event um as opposed to every other magic event that i've ever been to was they were not constantly on the pa system firing drafts calling people who were late for their drafts it seemed like things were working really well in that regard um there were obviously a handful of, of announcements throughout the weekend but like I remember you 2018, 2019, back in the height of going to these magic events, it was like every five minutes they'd get on the PA system and talk about something, Um, and it's just a lot. Um, The actual space that we were in was amazing. Um, For anybody who uh, has ever been to the Child's Play charity dinner, we were actually in the exact same room that that dinner and silent auction happened in. So It was really neat to get there and actually know exactly where I was and Kind of have, have a lay of the land. the The room was carpeted, which is definitely not the case for normal events. That helps a lot with the sound. The lights were not blaring. That helps a lot with just your eyes oh, and so your nice heads. And,
3: yeah, it was best lighting in a big Magic was, yeah, was best, yeah, that's the best lighting I've ever had. Yeah,
0: it was uh, just so nice. And I mean, like, it wouldn't be able to handle an event much larger than you know a thousand people. I'm sure is probably the max they could have gotten into that room, um, but. I'm o- I'm okay going to smaller events like that if it means that's the kind of experience that we get rather than, you know, I'm thinking to like, you know, Magic Fest, Vegas and stuff like that where you're, you're in this gigantic, enormous, hollow box of a room uh, with no carpet, uh, terrible lighting. Uh, it, it was just really comfortable. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, from... Touching briefly, like, on the, the stage stuff that you were mentioning,
1: it's, like, I, I understand why they kind of do it, obviously, because you want to have, like, that in-the-room foot traffic mm-hmm. kind of walking by. You can directly see that the, the, the panel's going on, because traditionally, I think, in general, panels at these conventions don't always really pop off nope. all that much. Um, so I kind of understand that. Um, but, yeah, I do agree that, like doing into the room would be great, or at minimum, and this is this is to anybody that sets up any event. This is me talking to you specifically. Put a monitor on stage, uh, sound one specifically, but if you also are doing like video stuff, having a little TV screen in the center of the stage or just off the stage is also very helpful. Um, relying on your two speakers on the outside for the, the panelists to be able to to hear what's going on it doesn't work.
2: <laughs> and that goes for like the panelists trying to hear someone asking a question yes. when they're yeah. up at a microphone at the front and just hearing each other. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And yeah, that was the other point is um, you can go a lot higher on gain on an SM58 than you, th- if the person is like right up on the microphone and have to do this. <laughs> and that's like the only
3: way that you can hear them. You got to jack that gain up. Mm-hmm. Another wild thing. I mean, we talked about this when we were there, but like how you said, it's like a convention again, or like they're treating it. as like it's a a convention with all these new content creators and like is definitely like we were the old guard. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Right. And then I just saw all these people that were just like either, I mean, and this isn't an insult. Like I just hadn't heard of them yet, you know, and that's just because I am not like deeply mired in magic, but obviously they're invited. So it's like, they must have an audience. Right. And uh, I, it was very weird to see, like, just a bunch, of, it was like, not weird, but it was good to see like, just a bunch of new faces, right? Like, I met a bunch of people and played a bunch of games with people that do stuff in our sphere or the same kind of stuff that we do. And it's just like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, it's just nice to see it. Like, you just kind of like, we got so used to seeing the same people every time at these things pre-pandemic, you know, and the pandemic ushered in a bunch of new people to it. And now those people are finally getting to get out the door and go yeah. to these things now that they're becoming regular again. It's just very neat to see.
2: I realized I met someone over the weekend that I already followed on Twitter, but I didn't connect the dots until I got home. And then <laughs> they posted photos. I'm like, oh, you don't look anything like your profile picture, of course, which is fine. I just hadn't connected the dots yet. Yeah. I didn't
1: know we went for ice cream with Jorbs
3: until he left. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I I played a game of Commander with that guy and he killed us on turn six. I was like, like, I was like, like, I stopped. I was like, this isn't Slay the Spire, old man. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I had had never seen him in person. I just, like, am aware of who he was and whatnot. And then he took off after we were all, like, getting ice cream for uh, James bought everybody ice cream. Yeah. And, uh, and he was like bye and i was like oh i never actually asked who that was i was just like kind of briefly talking to them they're like oh that's jorbs i was like (laughs) <laughs> like I, I know that guy, yeah, <laughs> or at least yeah. I'm aware of his internet presence. So he was super was cool. nice, yeah. super nice dude. Very nice, very
3: chill. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "It's like, are you? You're gonna fall asleep? Are you? Yeah, okay? <laughs> you're, you're too chill." <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I had a nice conversation to to the ice cream place with him, uh, which was super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's pl- talk about Commander real quick here because that was also a big format that we played. Um, I, I will kick us off by just saying I've played, played. I played more Commander. This past weekend that I probably have played in the last five years. Maybe ten, to be honest. Um, I had a blast. It was a ton of fun. I put together um, a Queen Marchesa uh, Mardu tokens list. Um, And it was everything that I love doing in Magic. Which is just making a bunch of tokens and uh, smashing my opponents for, you know, a hundred damage with a (laughs) hundred little 1-1s. decks maybe a little soft to uh to board wipes which it turns out people play a lot of in commander. Uh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um so I I, th- I feel like I m- might need to make some tweaks on that. Uh but hands down uh best play of the weekend was uh it was turn I don't remember what turn it was. Probably turn like 8 or 9 at this at this point. Um I draw Elishnorn off the top uh player down and Managed to kill enough creatures on all three opponents boards to be able to attack with the probably 20 tokens that I had at this point at all three of them simultaneously killing all three and winning the game. It's the only game I won. I lost every other game. I probably played about 10 games of Commander this weekend. I lost every other game. I was maybe Kingmaker once, Um, but that alone was worth the, the trip. Uh, it was it was great. And I'm like ah, I understand why people like Commander again. Right? This is this is pretty fun. So uh, that was sort of my experience, and that's the only deck I brought down. I, mm-hmm. I don't have obviously. I, I built this deck. I Twenty cards were borrowed from Wheeler. Um, so uh, I, need <laughs> now, I need to now I need to know. Go get those cards so I actually have the deck. That was my favorite part of the weekend for you and Adam, who
1: both borrowed cards from Wheeler. So you had cheat sheets that you had to bring out because he has so many cards in like German. And- I got <laughs> yeah. I
0: got lucky. I only had I had a d- demonic tutor in German, which luckily I, I know what it is.
2: You recognize that one? Yeah, yeah.
0: I had. Um, is it a uh, what what adamant will a chroma's will.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Chroma's Will. A chroma's
0: Will. That one is I just sh- like, I can't we, remember what this one does. We,
2: we played a game and I was, was confidently like, oh, just show it to me. I'll tell you what it does. And then you showed it to me. I'm like, oh no, this is a card from like a recent commander set. Yeah, yeah. I have no <laughs> idea what this says.
0: Uh, so yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, three and a white, instant. Choose one. If you control a commander, you get both. Creatures you control gain flying vigilance and double strike until end of turn, or creatures what? you control gain lifelink, indestructible, and protection from all colors until end of turn. What
3: the f-? <laughs> yeah.
2: Sometimes, sometimes on the foreign this? language cards. That's card,
3: absurd! Yeah. If, it's
2: like, if it's like a 2-2 two, two for 2 with two abilities, you can kind of look at it and say, like, oh, I think this is, like, first strike lifelink. Yeah. And, and, but then with this one, it's like, oh, cool, every word in magic is on this card. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, an exactly. instant? Yeah!
3: Yeah. So anyways, That's, that wow, was in okay. my uh, yeah, and you'd only won one game this week that weekend, James? Jeez. <laughs> All right, that's, that's hurtful. Well, look at his cards. I only drew it nine
0: out of you ten just, times. You had alone. a you
3: had a demonic tutor, James. <laughs> yeah. I never Speaking from someone it. who is an expert tutorer, I, I never cast say, it. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Somebody else talk about their commander games and decks.
2: I played so much Gaunti that I kind of got tired of looking at other people's cards. It was great. I've been waiting <laughs> to play Paper Commander yeah. since the world shut down because like, playing Gaunti or like Tipalt from Call Time uh, across Webcam Commander is kind of miserable. I mean, shoutouts to um, infinite tokens obviously like making it a bit easier but still it's, sort of yeah. it's, it's gross like it's not great um, trying to get someone to be like okay show me everybody else close your eyes like show me the top four um, so on paper I, got, I played enough Gaunti the first two days that I was like huh this isn't always just giving me bombs because people play synergies <laughs> yeah. so I started, I started playing my Brunor deck a bit more towards the end of the um, event and did manage to like have some massive command I started caring about commander damage for the first time because I was in a game with uh you, Adam, and Voxy and Daniel and we realized that my Brunor was like a nineteen seven or something like that with all yeah. the equipments it had on it. So it was like, oh it
3: was a big I actually
2: have to I have to care about commander damage. That's the worst. I've become everything I hate. I just uh, never worry
3: about it. I'm just like yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
2: Um but yeah, I got to look at all of your decks and cast all of your spells. Mm-hmm. So that was fun for me. I don't know if I won any games of, I might've won that game with the huge Brunor actually of paper of uh, regular commander. I won some, some Baldur's Gate, but I don't know if I won my games of a paper commander. I just remember looking at different people's stuff and taking their different weird kooky synergistic cards, trying to make it work.
3: <laughs> I had, uh, I was playing my, uh, basically card for card, my list from uh, game nights when I was there. I played a Zoni, the Thousand Eyed? Is it Thousand Eyed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that deck had too many tutors. <laughs> I think I talked about it on Twitch or not Twitch on Twitter, but. I was like, man, there's a lot of times where, like, I was playing and I would just, like, have a tutor in my hand. I'm like, I don't really feel like using it Because, I could just go grab, like, Craterhoof Behemoth, right? Like, at any time I want. And I'm just like, I don't really like it. I was just like, I just let it sit. And then I just, like, kind of played cards off the top of my deck I drew or drew cards off of Zony, right? But I just kind of ignored the tutors a lot of the time. And I'm like, if I was going to redo that, if I'm going to redo that deck, then I'm just going to, like take out a lot of the tutors maybe put in a board wipe because i didn't have any like really like my board wipes in that deck were very weird janky ones because like i had like dictative Erebos and butcher of malakir but it turned like i mean butcher of malakir with like yeheni on the board is a nightmare for everyone yeah yeheni was so good this weekend man what a card for three mana
1: yeah, Henny's just very good. Yeah, Henny's just yeah. just yeah. an
3: absurd card. Like every time it hit the board, I'm like, wow. I mean, everybody's stuff's dying, and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Yeah, it's I mean, like this a... card was
1: an Ether Revolt like all star. Yeah, honestly,
3: yeah, it's just a messed up card. Really, it's cheap. It's has a massive amp impact on the game. And it also enables like all of your sack inter- synergies like for free. You know, it's like I think there's a reason they don't print free sack outlets anymore really you know you gotta pay something to do it Mm. because like geez it just warps the game Yeah, just completely changes everything and i mean like i played a bunch of games and every game i won i slammed a crater hoof and no one had an answer for it and that was it really (laughs) that's just i mean i kind of like that though like i like i like it when people i i don't mean obviously i'm not a commander expert but like the the rule of thumb should be you should have like you know one or two of those in every deck right like not a crater hoof but something something that ends the game on the spot right like it's just like yeah you have to have an answer right now or this game is over and i too many people are concerned with the game
1: going on forever so cards like crater hoof behemoth or uh cyclonic rift and Mm -hmm. whatnot get a pretty bad rep um because they're like oh this just ends the game or 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 whatever and it's like Yeah. yeah. and then you get to shuffle up and you play it again. Game. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you just like, play again.
1: Yeah, it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. Like I remember with when Cedric came down for the PPR, we were playing like his first games of Commander, and I think he comboed out with with a zombie deck on like turn six, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry," uh, and, and we were just like, "Nah, dude, kill us." Yeah, <laughs> like, I can, I can tell that story again. in more detail. Yeah, actually, yeah. I,
2: so I'm playing the Pirate Illithids deck. And I play a bunch of stuff. The Pirate Illithid's deck is cool. Um, And Cedric is playing also Blue-Black, but uh, it's a will-help deck that Joey has built. It's Joey's will-help deck from In the And uh, Cedric casts Rite of Replication, targeting my Grey Merchant of Asphodel. And Cedric has even more black pips than I do. And I've just cast Grey Merchant the previous turn to gain 50 life. And Cedric's I'm going to resolve this right of verification and deal, like, 75 or 90 life life <laughs> drain to everyone. And after the game, I realized as I'm, like, picking it up, because I was just, like, so happy. This is, like, yes, the game's over. After the game, like, oh, I could have just sacrificed my Gary to my uh, Woe Strider that was on the table. But that's way less fun. Yeah. And, like, game's ending is nice.
1: So... We, what's really funny about that is that wasn't even what I was talking about.
2: No, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is Cedric's other first yeah, game of Commander. No,
1: well, it wasn't his first game of Commander. Oh, okay, but like, what a what a, It was the one. It was his first games of Commander that he was playing yes, over the okay. weekend. Uh, so it's good to know he did it twice. Uh, this is just then, how giant yeah, zombies yeah, this Cedric a, this is, apparently. This was a completely different <laughs> scenario. So it was
0: just like, okay, cool. So you got to do it twice. That's how. That, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> no, So he is just a monster. Good to He's know. He's just good, good at to know. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Ben?
1: Uh, so I brought four decks, two of which uh, I had sort of had before, but I don't only really played once or had them played once, and two that I built new. So I brought uh, a new one of the new ones was Morophon Five Color Eldrazi, um, which was just an excuse for me to throw in all the colored Eldrazi that uh, were from like uh, uh, Oath of the Gatewatch and stuff like that, and about for Zendikar uh, because uh, despite the fact that Devoid is says they have no color in Commander they're still counted as having that color identity, which yeah. is super annoying. Um, <laughs> so initially this was a colorless one deck, but I was like, I want to play all these ones. So it was more fun. This deck sucks. Uh, it was terrible the whole <laughs> weekend, uh, but it's, it's still just flavorful and goofy. Um, one of the new powerful decks that I built was fire song and sun speaker, uh, which is just, which is the burn deck I was talking about, um, which is just life gain and shooting spells. Uh, and and flinging like burn spells and stuff at people. This deck uh, won over the weekend by casting Chain Reaction when there was like seven, there was at least like 20 some creatures on the board. So that means every single creature takes 23 and you gain 23 life Times how the twenty three creatures basically
2: twenty three squared life yeah, or whatever exactly
1: uh, and I had Aetherflux reservoir on the battlefield and I just domed everybody for fifty, <laughs> killing them all. Uh, so that deck's a lot of fun. Um, my I, I had a Sultai mutate deck which is with otrimi, um, which is one of my favorite mutate's one of my favorite mechanics. This one I had played before um, and is super medium. I think I might end up actually changing it to five color mutate. We'll see. Um, but it was, it was kind of mediocre, and it had very mediocre results all weekend. But my favorite deck and the, the winner of the weekend for me um, was Catherill, Aspect Warper. Um, this deck is awesome. I love it so much. It is a dredge deck um, that just seeks to put a bunch of keywords in the bin uh, and then resolve Catherill, Aspect Warper who is a is two white, black, and a green for a 3-3 three, three nightmare insect. And when it enters the battlefield, you put a flying counter on any creature you control. If you have a creature in the bin that has flying, uh, repeat this for first strike, double strike, death touch, hex proof, indestructible, lifelink, menace, reach, trample, and vigilance. Fortunately, which I did learn over the weekend, not haste, which is sad, but I understand <laughs> why. Um, but yeah, this this one, I got, the, the biggest I got them to be was all those keywords, and they were like an 11-11. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it unless you have something like a toxic deluge or like a farewell, uh, you literally can't kill this thing. <laughs> uh, and it just gets to kill people with commander damage. Um, and it was sweet. Like, I don't think it was like, over, I don't think it's overpowered. Um, I have a couple of entomb style effects um, that will throw the cards that I want. Usually it's like Zatalpa. <laughs> <laughs> into the, into the bin just so I can get that indestructible and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was my favorite one and probably my favorite deck, uh, that I own now. Although, uh, I think the next on the docket is I went up against somebody who had a custom-built Henzee deck who is one of the new Capenna commanders, the Jund one, that just gives all your creatures CMC4 higher blitz. And for each time you cast Henzi from the command zone, your blitz costs are reduced by one colorless. Um, and you just get out real big, dumb idiots. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. That sounds like, cool as her. Yeah. Like yeah. Woodfall Primus, you get to cheat him out. He gets to blitz out, kill some things, dies, you draw a card and persists back. So you just get Woodfall Primus. Uh, there was, uh, probably the best play that I saw. It's so, it's so basic, but they, it was Ashwood tree. It, it's a, it's the tree folk that when it enters the battlefield, you get to search for three forests. Um, Seed guide, ash. seed guide, Ash. So you blitz this like this, this five mana tree folk out. You get three lands and then it dies and you get to draw a card. (laughs) Jesus. For five mana. It was so it was so cool. Uh, So they actually had a spare foil uh, borderless version of it uh, that they gave to me. Uh, And I had them sign it, and I'm probably going to build that deck. I think it was was very cool.
3: There was um, one of, I played a game against uh, two people, well, three other people, but one of them was playing, uh, man, I can't remember the name of it. It's like a Blue Commander Orvis or something
2: yes or var or var. all, all singing <laughs> or something
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that yeah. deck was so cool they were just like but they were just copying like cloud post like <laughs> it, it
1: was a blue landfall deck
3: yeah it was a blue landfall deck and he would like sorry they would like um they do like you know that blue tap what's the blue land that taps a creature that's already tapped oh man Ooh. it doesn't untap. like keeps it from untapping yeah it keeps it from untapping it's from something and i can't remember what it's called is but... that
2: zendikar or world wake yeah. like a common land from or it those was two? from
3: or it was from zendikar rising
2: oh, okay yeah it might be, zendikar, might be a rising. zendikar rising
3: land anyway there's a blue land that okay, enters like the battlefield down. tapped and it taps down a creature or a creature that is doesn't untap or it's untapped step and he just kept like Locking things down by just copying that land over and over again It was very goofy, yeah, and very it, funny.
1: Yeah. It was a bunch of spells that were able to target like permanents, so they would basically target their lands with yeah. with these spells. And and Orvar says, whenever you cast an sorcery spell, if it targets one or more permanents you control, create a token that's a copy of that
3: permanent. Yeah,
2: that's so cool. I love it when people make token lands. Yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. It was
3: the cool. It was so cool. It was so cool. And then I killed them with a Critterhoof Behemoth. <laughs> so really <laughs> yeah. but I mean co- copying uh, like the, the locuses, the locust lands was brilliant yeah the cloud post is really funny I don't know I just love seeing stuff like that so I think that's the thing I forgot about and it's like my the thing that it was my favorite about events like this where you just get to hang out with people and see their goofy shit Yeah, you know I just want to see the just like weird goofy stuff that they play with at their like home group and stuff like that so
0: yeah I'll say that um I think, yeah, I played about 10 games this weekend, and only in one pod did I run up against um, Infinite Combo.deck,
2: where mm. it's just like
0: three or four turns in, the game was over. And I was like, all right, uh, again, we...
2: I guess? Ben... <laughs> ben, were you in that game where I played against so, a Watsi employee, and they had two different decks? The first one was like, I really want to play this deck I haven't played in a long time, but it's pretty good. That Is was that me. Okay? That was, oh, there was yeah. you and me, James. And then we played against him again, and then... He killed us again on, like, turn four or yeah. whatever. Like, he killed the whole. It was like, well, this is my goofy deck. And then it was like, instead of turn four, it was turn six or something, and then he killed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, I was in that game, too. It was
0: uh, it Gavin? No, it was, it was not, not Gavin. Gavin. No, no Gavin was wow. an attack. Yeah, Gavin doesn't show up to these things with decks. Gavin yeah, shows just asked to borrow a deck, yeah. Gavin shows up with a phone, and I assume a wallet, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And he just sits down, and people will just give him decks. He has to play somebody's deck, and then yep. he doesn't have to carry a bag. Yep. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Gavin's a genius. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's a, a good place to wrap things up. Uh, so, again, thanks to Pastime for, for having us down for our first event in a very long time. Um, we all had an absolute blast and looking forward to whatever is next uh, on the Magic Docket. There's nothing on the the immediate horizon right now, but, you know, keep an eye on Twitter and Discord and and stuff like that, and we'll let you know when and where the next place that we're going to be is. Uh, Quickly want to shout out our sponsors again here, Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash LRR, that applies the affiliate code, lets them know that we sent you. Um, Please do go check them out. At the end of your order, you can say Loading Ready Run Sent Me button, please, and if you do, you will get a little one-inch button that says A Kingdom of Cards. Uh, And, of course, everything is brought to you by you over at Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. I was I was not Adam. He was Adam. I was James. Uh, We got Ben. We got Nelson. Uh, Paul was running tech on this one. Thanks to Paul and Heather Getze's online. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next week.
2: Bye. Bye.